Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox with Thomas Thrash from Hootens.com. Your source for Arkansas high school football. You're now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. It's a great day here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. To my right is Matty Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? I'm good, John. And over to my left from Hootens Football, Thomas Thrash. How you doing, Thomas? I'm doing great. First week of football. Man, isn't it exciting? It seems like it's not really supposed to be time yet, but it's here, guys. It's here. They're practicing. I started today. Today. So we've got some uh, exciting news. As if you're listening to 103.7 The Buzz, you're hearing us. It's our first show. Yeah, so we're super excited to be on The Buzz. We appreciate them having us, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, 21 weeks. I believe that's right. Yeah. We'll be, be we're going to carry that network. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here through the last state championship game. Yeah, man. It's going to be awesome, uh, and only made possible because of our awesome sponsors. We've got some awesome sponsors, of course, the one that's been with us from the get-go. The one that gave us our start. That's right. We were just boys. Brings a tear to my that's eye. That's right. American <laughs> Safeguard Insurance, who happens to employ me and pays for my bills and my food. A <laughs> couple new ones, though. Yeah. We got Everett and Associates. It's actually Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates. And I've known Jason Everett, uh, the owner of that agency, since we were little kids. Man, just what a fantastic company he's built. And, and the people that he's helped – in their careers. Unreal. I mean, it's just a, an amazing story. It really is. It really is. And you'll learn more about the Everett's as the season goes on. They're just special people. They are. Uh, excited about them. Call your roofing. Another great one. Another great. You know, we one thing we, we wanted to make sure we did when we were picking sponsors was pick people that we really looked up to and thought were good people. We've got three sponsors. Oh, man. We couldn't have any. Any better ones, in my opinion. I'm not, I agree, man. <laughs> I agree. You got Jason, Jeremy, Jeff with, with ASI. You got the Collier family. Jennifer Hill, you'll get to hear her yeah. in the commercial. Yeah. And then, of course, as we mentioned, the Everett's. And uh, just a lot of good people sponsoring us, supporting us. And uh, we're excited about what you'll get to know about them throughout the season. Yeah, for a fact. And so this episode, we're going to get started. Uh, we're going to start this episode with our 7A and 6A preview for the season. Uh, we, man, we've got some great interviews coming up with some 7A coaches. Uh, Brad Harris over at Benton's going to be on with us as well. And then a special guest there at the end. Yeah, well, yeah. 7A had some new coaches. I mean, the 7A Centrals, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, half the teams have new coaches, it seems like. Yeah, especially two at the very top. Yes, <laughs> two, yeah. Two that we did not expect. No, we did not. We certainly did not. Some great interviews coming up with those guys. Yeah, no doubt. Let's start with this recap, Matty. Yeah, so we're going to go back and, and take a look at our state champions from each classification last year. Just kind of briefly touch on, on what they did and how they ended up. And, of course, we start at 7A, uh, the Bryant Hornets. Finished the season 12-0. and uh, They beat Bentonville in the state championship game 36-7 to for their fifth straight state title. An unprecedented fifth straight. Yeah, and, and so, 54? 54 games? Uh, uh, maybe. But, 53, but 54. The only one that matters is that was Buck James' 212th win 
as a head coach. Which is significant because. Uh, why? He's Mr. 212. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you drop down a 6A, uh, Pulaski Academy, no stranger to the state championship. They finished 12-1 and and beat Greenwood 42-35. to And they have won eight of the last nine state titles. And uh, just an incredible story uh, that PA's got going there. Uh, You know, Kevin Kelly started the run. Then Coach Anthony Lucas has taken over and not missed a beat. They jumped up a classification, and it didn't matter. And next year, if they go 500 in conference, they'll be jumping up to (laughs) 7A and be in the same conference as Bryant, Conway. Cabot, it's they're gonna have to get a bigger visitor stands. Yeah, they've actually talked about it. They're they're talking about it. They'll have a bigger visitor stands than home stands. Where will they go with it? They have to go up. I yeah, guess. and and then go out. But okay, it's, uh, but it's it's <laughs> what, unprecedented how you know growing pains. What a juggernaut <laughs> of football teams. Yeah, I mean that that group in six A at the top. Oh my goodness! I mean, good luck, go, good luck placing your bets. Yeah, that's right. I'm telling you. It's this year. We'll get into that more in a little while, but this year it's going to be it's going interesting. To be tough. You know, because Greenwood's got everybody t- returning oh. too, and they're they're a little mad about the state championship. You know, they you know they good played, reason. Yeah, but yeah. Ben's a little mad about ben, how their season ended at Greenwood. Ben could easily win a state championship this year. Don't, don't sleep on Little Rock Christian. I mean, they they are low, number one. maybe maybe the favorite. Maybe so five A uh, Little Rock Park View. Um, everybody knew they were going to be good. The question was whether or not they could win the big one. Because they've know, always come close. They've always come close. Uh, Brad Bolden gets his first state championship uh, with brother on staff, which is a really cool thing. Yeah, we've yeah. got a, a picture in the book. Uh, the, one of the uh, kicking off pages is it's Brad uh, hugging Bobby with his dad, Buzz, in the background. It's one of my favorite pictures. That's yeah. awesome. That's special. Yes. It really is. So Parkview finished the season 12-2. and They beat a really good shallow team in the finals, 31-21. to Don't be surprised if that bunch doesn't repeat because they are bringing <laughs> – a lot Don't of be surprised. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what? They, they are loaded. Yeah. They're loaded, they're but loaded. they're always loaded. Yeah. You know, hey, how about Shallow stepping up there, jumping up to 5A and saying, next? Yeah, ain't no doubt. In 4A, this was, I, I guess if you could say any of them was a little bit of a surprise, I think this one was, to me at least, uh, Malvern, which had a really good team, but just the way Arkadelphia played all year. And Arkadelphia beat the brakes off of it. Yeah, I know, I know. And then, you, you know, Harding played well all season. And so for Malvern to win the state championship, I think it shocked a, a few people, uh, even though they were a great football team. They did finish 12-2 and two on the year. And they beat Harding soundly in the state final, sixty-four to thirty-nine. The offensive line for Malvern did an awesome job. It's probably I think they have all the guys returning. There's a bunch. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Plus Dupree. I mean, yeah, Dupree. Yeah. 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 I mean, you lose your quarterback for your starter right. quarterback, which that's a little bit of a question mark. But they get Dupree and that that's linebacker. Right. So, He's, yeah. All right, in 3A, we got Charleston, who finished fourteen and one, beat Boonville forty-one to twelve. Get this, guys. They outscored their opponents by an average score of 41 to 9 and only gave up five points a game in the playoffs. Let me tell you, I watched them midseason. I forgot who it was they were playing. But when I watched the, uh, watched the quarterback, was it Scott? Brandon Scott. Brandon Scott. Brandon Scott. Yeah. Man, when I watched him run that offense, I thought, boy. You were super impressed. I was, man. Yeah. I was blown away. I thought, that, there's nobody that's going to beat this team. Yeah. They didn't. When did you first see him? Like, that was mid-season. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was mid-season. Like Newport or somebody, you know, mid-season. And they just, I mean, it was like, mm. yeah. And, you know, he no, played defense, too. Right, right, right. right, you know, right. They only put him in there when they needed him. And he yeah. was, you know. I, when I went back and looked at that, I got, well, I just, I was looking at their schedule and I got to noticing that they did, didn't give up very many points. And I was like, I got to add that up. 
and it, just five points a game in the playoffs. That's insane. That's incredible. All right, in two A we go, and the Hazen Hornets thirteen and zero, perfect season. Beat Carlisle in a rematch uh, of a really close game in conference earlier in the year, but uh, handled business in the state championship, forty four to six. Here's another stat: they outscored their opponents by an average score of forty seven to six. Yeah, they didn't give up nothing. Gave up eighty two points in thirteen yeah. games. So the two defenses that, that that were the best statistically were the two A state champion Hazen. And then Charleston, they gave up seven point one, and Charleston gave up eight point nine. When you think of great defense, you think of Bryant. Sure. And they, Bryant was at eleven point two. Right. But of course, I mean, and so uh, you know what? A, and what a story about two teams that had been there so many times. Sure. Yeah. And never won it. Isn't that right? I think that's yes, right. You know, it's yeah. Hazen, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then Hazen finally gets one. Yeah. Yes. That was his first state championship. And uh, another team. I know I'm a little speaking a little out of turn here, but you know. <laughs> Carlisle was winless or won one game the year before, sure. and that was when they beat the winless Mineral Springs Hornets, right. who both were those awfully coaches, good last year. Both those coaches were up for Coach of the Year for the yeah. Farm Bureau Awards. Yeah. And we were thinking this is he took a one-win team to the state championship, and then Mineral Springs took a zero-win team yeah. to the uh, first-round loss. To, to, to a fourth-quarter yeah. loss by one score. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and that was just – that was the toughest category for sure of the coaches. Yeah, I'm actually going to have lunch with – Coach Shock here in a couple of days. Okay. Well, you know, he's dude. out of the game. Yeah, sure is. For now. For now. <laughs> <laughs> so, your eight-man sanctioned state champion last year, Izzard County, uh, finished 8-2 and two and beat Rector 36-26 in the state finals. I did see the other day that they will play 11-man football. Is that right? Izzard County? Yeah. The yes, fu- I talked Next to year. Him. Not this year, but the next year. Yes, yes. Uh, I talked to him the other day. I, got, I took him some books, and he was at a rodeo. <laughs> and, yeah, so we watched the rodeo for 20 minutes. That's awesome. All right, and your eight-man, to finish up our recap of 22, your eight-man unsanctioned state champion of the Mountain View, beat, uh, finished 10-0 and beat Fountain Lake 52-32. to All right, well, we're going to take a quick break here and check out some of our sponsors. And uh, once we get back, we'll talk about uh, some top tens maybe. Yeah. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. 
All right, we're back here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. You know, I love the Everett commercial. And the reason I do, not because I hear myself talk. <laughs> Let's <laughs> believe, be honest. Believe it or not, Maddie. <laughs> uh, but, man, the the policy that my kids are protected if they get hurt playing football. Yeah, and, you know, when we were talking to them about this sponsorship, he, he was passionate about wanting to sponsor not only to be a part of our program, but – Every kid in the state needs this policy. That's right. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. He said every kid needs. And what's funny, not funny, interesting is the word, is that them, Personally. they have received checks this yes. last year as the agency owners because two of their kids got hurt. That's right. Yeah, it's a great, it's yeah. a great policy. It's awesome. So we're going to talk about our top tens today for seven A and six A. But, Maddie, tell them why it's not everybody's top ten. Well, yeah, we have to declare that this is between the mats top ten, not Hooten's top ten <laughs> yeah. necessarily. So this is the right one. <laughs> exactly. This is done by amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with 7A. How about it? Let's do it. All right, so we have this unwritten rule between Matt and I that if you've won five state championships in a row – you start out at number one until you're proven wrong. Uh, until somebody knocks you off, you've got to start there. <laughs> so we've got the Bryant Hornets at number one in 7A this year. Number two, no surprise here, Buck James's new school, <laughs> the Conway Wampus Cats. I, I, guys, I'm excited about this season for 7A. Uh, number three, Bentonville. Number four, Fayetteville. Number five, Rogers. Number six, we have Cabot. Number seven, We've got the Grizzlies over at Northside making their way up in the top seven, top ten. You know, it seems like the last few years, after five especially, it kind of just goes wherever. Sure. But we're starting to see some new names. Yeah. Uh, and and not that, you know, you go back 10, 15 years, you hadn't seen them. It's just recently. Sure. Uh, number eight, we have Bentonville West. They really opened some eyes last year. Mm -hmm. North Little Rock, they're down to nine. You, usually you see them up there. They might still be. Sure. There's just a lot of, you know, we got a new coach. Uh, going to be a lot of different things going on there. So, we're interested to see how that goes. And then number 10, <laughs> that may be the biggest shocker, the Griffins. That's right. Little Rock Southwest. They, they had a great offseason. <laughs> Tell got, us about it. They have a ton of new guys that, that came in. You've got a, a veteran coach that won a state championship, Daryl Patton. Yeah, he knows coach. He knows what it takes to win. Sure. And he knew going into this that it was going to be tough. Mm -hmm. And I think his third year, it was at Fayetteville that he won a state championship. And so it took a while to get that program going. So this is his fourth year. Or I believe this, it. Yes. I think that's right. And, I mean, this is starting a new school. Yeah. You know, that jumps to 7A. You know, that's, well, that's tough. And we we actually interviewed Coach Patton our first year doing the podcast, if you'll remember that, job. I do. Because and, uh, and I, I thought it was Griffins. <laughs> <laughs> really? I did. I, he, he informed me that it was Griffins. Yeah. But he, he just talked about the, the challenges that he had, not even having a weight room. The, having a weight room but no weights. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> had an amazing weight room. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, he'll he'll literally say now we should have never played competitive football that first year. That's right. We just they, shouldn't have. Uh, yeah, and they didn't. Yeah. You know, right. now they, they, they are. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I'm telling you, it's, 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 it's awesome to see. I've seen them at team camp, and they're competitive. They're good on defense. Their quarterback is making quick reads. I mean, yeah. it's – they are organized and, and – Getting disciplined, and so they're they went from a flex bone basically, and they're spreading it out a little bit now. They, right? Yeah, they've yeah. got some guys that can throw it. Yeah, and and they got some guys that can go get it. Good. Tell you something funny. We were at church the other night, and after church, Clint was out. He always has a football or something out after church playing catch with people, 
this kid is from Cabot. His family's from Cabot. They go to church with us, and he's throwing the ball. And I, I looked at him. I looked at his dad. I said, "Son, y'all don't throw the ball. You got to learn how to hand it off." <laughs> hey, not not this not new Cabot. Oh, not That's new right. Cabot. Scott reads the quarterback whisperer. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's he's good. So let's talk about it up the top. You know, we we're gonna we're gonna hear from. Uh, Coach Quad Sanders, the new Bryant head football coach, and Coach Buck James, the old Bryant head football coach, the new Conway head football coach. That's going to be a battle right there, boys. That I mean, week 10 game will that be That week insane. 10 game. It's at Conway. It's at Conway. There will be standing room only. If, if things shake out the way that we think they will, um, that will be for a conference title and the number one seed in the playoffs. And they'll play each other again mm-hmm. a couple weeks later. More than likely. You know, with 7A Central, you know, you've got – probably the toughest conference in the state and half the teams have new coaches you know I mean, you got north little rock conway bryant jonesboro it's just a tough conference to get into yeah no doubt and what's crazy is if you look back what six or seven years ago and it, it was opposite the west it was the west yeah the west was dominating and it was in the central caught up with facilities mm-hmm. and it, it helped that they split schools up there sure you know it does yeah. help. Well, it helped a lot yeah. that's it because what do you still see up there you still see players heavily recruited sure but you don't see super teams that's right that's but right although there's Fable's some... not ever gonna split <laughs> right uh there's some big time players this year though who are teammates yeah up there yeah i mean you look at bentville for example we got them at three uh their quarterback's a stud they got two receivers that yeah. are going to play d1 football right right and a lot of those guys, I can't remember who, but they all played on the same Pee Wee team. Is oh, really? It was like three or four of the guys from the stat leader page that we did all were on the same team. Yeah. So you got Carter and I. Yeah. Right. Uh, returning starter. Mm-hmm. Is this his third year to start or second? I think it's his second. Second. I believe so. Uh, but big time, big time uh, football player, Fayetteville quarterback. Yeah. Uh, his super teamer, Lindsey. Yeah. Lindsey, yes. Drake, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you look, a coach, you know, Coach Grant gets them boys at Bentonville ready mm-hmm. every year. It's just whether or not they can win the big one, where they can make that that next step. And they're also, you know, they've had the Bryant, you know, sure. thing on their back. I mean, everyone's gotten beat by Bryant the last yeah, five years, right? And so, literally you know, everyone, it, every, everyone. <laughs> yeah, and Cabot. Sometimes Cabot. it seems like in the playoffs, Cabot is the upset. Cabot's Ghoul. physical and tough and yeah. well coached. They're yes. disciplined. I mean, they they they'll hit you in the mouth. I mean, you for sure, the Conway game. Uh, early in the season, I mean, they hammered Conway early, yeah. and it, it was a great game. I mean, you you mentioned on a little bit earlier too, Junk, but Northside, this Northside bunch, man, they're they're loaded with talent. You know, last year we saw a glimpse of that, sure. especially early, and I think they're returning a lot of that talent. So, giving another year experience, yep. You know, being in that tough conference, whether or not they can win the tough ball game, it's it's just going to be a fun year I, in seven. The one was, I think, the one I'm interested to see if they can rise to the top is Rogers. Sure. Roger, yes, yes, I'm high on them. Because they're good, but, man, yeah, can they, they, got, they got to overcome. Can they beat Benville? Can, can they beat Fayetteville? Can they beat Benville West? Sure, yeah. I think Roger's going to have a, a good year, and they're yeah. going to surprise a lot of people. I think so, too. So, 7A is going to be fun, as usual. Uh, the, the four or five at the top are always, it seems like, just a little bit head and shoulders above everybody else. But this year, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, the, you know, the Central, though, with Southwest having a, a really good team, mm-hmm. you know, they're still they got to beat Cabot, <laughs> Bryant, Conway, right. Northside. I mean, that's that's not easy. I mean, even if you're good, yeah, it's tough. That's right. 
Well, that's going to wrap up our 7A Top 10. Uh, we're going to jump into a, an interview here with a new Brian head oh, coach. That's right. And, uh, you know, Central has a new coach. And we, so there's five of the eight. That's crazy. That is crazy. And, yeah, so it, it's uh, Coach Johnson. Uh, he's, he's got his hands full. He's from Conway coming in. And uh, young guy, a lot of energy. I think he'll do a good job. But he's a lot got of a, tradition there. A yeah. lot of tradition. Yeah, they've got to come back soon. They, you know, they got to. They've That's got right. too many alumni to to yeah. be down this long. They're getting a new indoor facility. Good. They'll be playing at Little Rock Hall this year for the Scott while the build. Field. Yeah, Scott yeah. Field. And you know, I'm excited. You know, he's gotten I think 80 something guys out. Good. That's and good. so last year, you know, you're looking at 30. Yeah. And I'm the sideline just looked empty. But now, you know, <laughs> yeah. I think He's got a good staff, and he, I think he's doing a real good job. Good. Yeah. So, we've got two awesome interviews coming up. Yes, we do. I'm excited about both of them. So, what we're going to do, we're going to play – we're going to pay the bills, all right, guys? <laughs> we're going – these, these, these interviews are going to be sponsored by Call Your Roofing and American Safeguard Insurance. But we're going to get Quad Sanders on the phone, Bryant's new head coach, after this, uh, interv- or after this commercial, and then we're going to get – Coach Buck James. So we'll be back in just a bit. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We are a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Call Your Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Call Your Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Call Your Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job, from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high-quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, Give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. And we're here with Coach Quad Sanders from Bryant. Hey, Coach, how you doing? All right, brother, how are you? Doing well, doing well. We're, we appreciate you taking the time to come on with us. I'm going to throw it over here to Thomas and let him ask you the first question of this interview. You're our first interview of the year. All right, Coach. Coach, what's it like taking over for uh, Buck James in a five, five-year five winning streak at state championships? What's that like? Man, it's definitely different. You know, uh, being, being here for five years, it makes it a little bit easier. The problem is all, you can't see it through his eyes to you in his shoes, you know. Uh, so you got to – 
it's kind of a uh, wait and see. You know, hurry up and wait and see. What what did he what was he looking at the whole time? Because uh, you know my approach is a little bit different than his. I I, I want to get on the field and coach a lot more. He's already had his time where he you know got to enjoy coaching a lot more. He was able to sit back and and, and run the show a lot more than uh, I'm comfortable doing right now. I, I don't want to stand around and. and, and and feel useless, you know, but, you know, his eyes are way better than mine. So he already knew what he was looking before before we even saw it. <laughs> well, Coach, this is Matt Wilcox here. Again, I appreciate you taking the time. So taking over for a, a future Hall of Fame coach like Buck James, are there going to be many changes to your philosophy or scheme or, or your system or culture? Are you just going to try to build on what you already changes, have? You know, yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard to – it's hard to part of the ship. I've been a part of the train for the last five years, right. so obviously what we were doing were working. The thing is, though, I have I have to be able to do something I'm comfortable with, so I'm sure change will come with that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, no one person can run the show like another person can. I don't care if that person's been with them for 20 years. You got to do something you're com- comfortable with, and and you you know what to look for there. That way, you know what to look for. Now, are you going to do the 212? Are y'all still 212? No doubt about it. Okay, okay. Nobody, I, nobody, I, nobody I, figured, I figured. Is he going to do the 212? Is, is, is Conway? I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. It I'm not be saying. a little weird. It depends on how the season goes. For, uh, both of us, it's a long way away, and I know he ain't thinking about that game, and I'm not either, but it could be the battle uh, battle for 212, wouldn't it? <laughs> be a bunch of bowling water, that's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Are you open yeah, with Yeah, but beer? no, man, you, you know uh, – I don't think he. I know he don't have a problem with me keeping it as well. You know he got it from somebody. You know uh, it, it's just how it works. That's how it works in the coaching profession. When oh, you absolutely. when you when you when you come up under somebody, you kind of you tend to stick to the things they taught you. You know, and, and that and two twelve has a, a great meaning to it. So you know, I, I don't see there being a reason for change. You don't change just to be changing. You know, <laughs> that's, that's right. not how change should work. <laughs> hey, what do they say? If it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Well, you exactly. Coach. The rivalry in front of thirty-five thousand people. Your first game as head coach. What's that going to be like? Uh yeah. I, I wish I could tell you. I've been in the press box for five years. I don't even know. <laughs> it's going to be loud. <laughs> yes. I know that. I, it's going to be loud. You know. A uh, good thing about it, man, I, is I've uh, I've gotten a chance to play in front of a big crowds. Unfortunately, I played college basketball. We went to uh, we went to Kansas when they had all the lottery picks. So that was a big crowd, you know, and. Uh, and playing in college, we went to a couple of big schools and then been able to GA in college. You know, we, we played in front of a, big, a bunch of big crowds. You know, we went to Montana in the freezing cold in the mm-hmm. playoff game. So, uh, it, it's nothing that I haven't been through. Now, I haven't been the head coach in any of those games. So, again, I don't know how I'm going to be as a head coach. But uh, being a part of big games, is I, I have been there for a long time, you know. I didn't know you was a hooper. I saw yeah, I you try. dunking on Hayden the other day. Did you dunk? No, we, we, we won't say he was dunking now. Okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, co- I won't make that one up. If I dunk, I'll be done for a year. <laughs> well, talk to us a little bit about your team this year and what you got coming back and, and just the keys to staying on top of that mountain. You know, uh, it, it's a it's a, it's a never-ending uh, rotation with uh, depth and creating depth. Uh, we got some good guys returning. The problem is we graduated a lot of experience. You know, uh, we do have – we have about six guys on defense returning, about eight or nine on offense returning. Uh, give or take a few guys who, who played a lot that can be that could be considered starters and probably would start for a lot of other places. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so we got a lot of guys coming back. 
but we also have a lot of good young guys to fill in for the guys we lost with as far as experience goes. So it'll be a learning curve again. You know, it's every two years for the U B Fayetteville in the state championship game. That defense was relatively new. Uh, only a few guys had returned that were starters. Um, but as you see, it worked out for the following year. So it's it's always about a in high school you if you do a really good job at creating depth, you'll get a two year cycle where it's time to rebuild your depth. Not so much as rebuild the team defensive team. It's kind of reload. It's the it's the it's the true reload. We don't, we're not rebuilding. We're reloading. You know. So we're trying to uh, we'll, we'll compete this year uh, and 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 execute and see what happens, and then uh, we'll be reloading for next year as far as creating a, lot, a whole lot of depth. You know. And that's a goal. Hey, Coach, you know, this is Matt McJunkins. I, the, the seniors this year are a group that I coached in peewee football in Greenbrier for four years, and we coached against a kid, uh, Drake Fowler, I believe you may know him. He was he was a quarterback <laughs> and D-back when, when, when I coached against him, uh, and he was phenomenal back then. But it's been fun to watch all these kids. That's the fun part of coaching Pee-wee is when, when you see him grow up. And, and now, you're, you know, you've got Drake, and uh, he's, got a, he's, got, he's had a heck of a career and probably looking to have a, a great senior year. A lot of oh, those yeah. coaches oh, yeah, are man. calling him to see how they stopped him in Pee Wee. Yeah, we can get uh, we can get all these guys. We got a we got a, a, a great a group of senior defensive backs. If we can get them to stay healthy, uh, you know, uh, they, they'll be fine. Especially Drake. Drake's been he's he's came up. He played a little bit as a freshman, and when we moved him up in the playoff games, you know, we were fortunate enough to grab the lead, so he's got that experience. And then he's a three year starter for us, so. Obviously, he's going. Uh, we we looking at him to kind of carry the load a little bit back there, make the plays that can't nobody make. Uh, but it's all predicated on being healthy as well. You know, uh, that's that's a big thing. But if he's on the field, he's going to find a way to make a play, even if he ain't having his best game. If you give him a chance, he's he's going to capitalize. Well, coach, you know your defense has did so well the last five years, and and how much are you going to be a part of the defense? Are you still going to be calling plays on defense? Um, definitely not calling plays, uh, being a part of it. I, it. It's just hard to get out of. And that's what I was talking about as far as being able to uh, see what Bug sees and do what he do. You know, Bug just let us, let us coach, you know, but he, he has the experience where if something wrong, he knows how to tell us without jumping in the way. Me, on the other hand, all I know how to do is do right now. You know, <laughs> I, I, I got to, <laughs> I just, I just well, know how to though. do. So I, I let my guys coach and then I can, I beg them, beg them to let me help them. <laughs> nice. We're awesome. excited for you, and, and we're, we're we're glad you're at Bryant. I know it's at uh, when you went to Jonesboro. What was it like when you get that got that call? Man, it was bittersweet, and I, and I'm not saying that just to say that. Like, that was bittersweet. Man, you got to think about it. Jonesboro gave me the first chance to be a head coach. You know, uh, they didn't have to do that, and, and but they saw something in me um, that that you know I tried five years ago to be a head coach that somebody didn't see in me. So they gave me a, a chance, you know, and, I, and I'm forever grateful for it. Uh, and I had already started building relationships with the coaches. You know, we went out to eat that day. I got the call because I didn't want them to be in the dark. You know, it, it was – and, and I talk to them guys all the time, especially the head coach, Tyler George. Me and him talk almost every week. It's, it's a weekly thing because we're both new head coaches. So we're trying to figure it out together. I know he's going to teach me something. I can teach him something. Well, it showed a lot of class. You were at his uh... – interview or you know when he accepted the job I, you know i don't know how many coaches are like that that have done that man i would not miss it you know i can take the criticism it won't bother me if some i'm sure somebody was bitter about it uh, uh other people understood but i definitely can handle it but i wouldn't miss it for the work or it's being there you know that, i mean i just appreciate 
Yeah, we're excited for you, though, Coach. And, and yeah, we, we appreciate you coming on with us and, and taking the time, and we wish you nothing but the best and, and the best of luck coming up in this 2023 year. Yes, sir. I appreciate the call. All right, thank Thanks. you. And what a great interview there with Coach Sanders. Man, I, I, I don't know the guy, and I know you know him a little bit. Thomas, I was blown away by it. Yeah. I mean, you could tell how, how he could fire up a room full of 18, 17-year-old kids. 100%. And, and he's been a part of all five Bryant uh, state championships. They have not won without him. Yeah. Wow. And his kid, his, his son is, I think, five. His, doesn't know what it's like. He doesn't know what it's like to lose. <laughs> no, these kids have no idea. Like, when, the first time they lose yeah. a state championship, this is going to destroy them. Like they, their whole world, like, that, I didn't know it was possible. If they ever do. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. So, interesting to hear his take on 212 and how that they'll keep that, keep that around. Yeah. We've got Coach Buck James coming up. Mm-hmm. It'd be interested to hear his take his on take on. Yeah. You know, he started 212. Sure. Started 212 there. Is he going to continue that at Conway? Yeah. We'll find out shortly, I guess. Yeah. Let's let's call uh, Coach uh, Buck and, and see what he says. All right. We're here with Coach Buck James from Conway High School. Coach, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats. How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. We're out here taking uh, mom and son photos for the banners and you know, living life large started about four thirty this morning, still going. So the grind is real. <laughs> well, we, we're not far from you. We're just over here on the other side of town, uh, over here uh, off of Oak Street, uh, going towards Valonia. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, uh, you're welcome to come over here and take pictures with uh, all the all the, <laughs> the Wampus kids. Uh huh. Well, hey, coach. This yep. is Matt Wilcox here. I appreciate you taking the time to to be on the show with us. Um, you know, there's a lot been made about your culture and, and what you do in programs. And coming from Bryant, it's it's well documented, the success you've had there. Tell us a little bit about your 212 culture and, and what you bring to a program. All white. Well, you know, it's been, uh, it, you know, kids are the same. It don't matter where you're at, what you're doing. Uh, it don't matter from one school to the next. Uh, you know, kids are kids. and. You know, really, you, you battle culture, you battle process when you change and transition. And those are the things that, uh, you know, that we run into here as we came uh, coming into the program is, you know, what's traditions, what, are the, what is the culture, and, uh, you know, and the transition. I'm the only one here that's been uh, uh, th- this new. Everybody else has been here. <laughs> right. So that makes a, a huge difference as well. But I'm proud of the way our kids have worked up to this point. Well, you finished your career at Bryant with your 212th win in the state championship. What's that like? Uh, starting your next 212. Now, that's supposed to be the hardest 212. <laughs> well, if I get 212 more, we need to make sure that uh, if, if something happens. I'm in my 36th year, so this is uh, you know I'm I, I, this this I'm not done because I still have the mind and body and uh, mindset to want to keep working and keep doing and you know there's winning there's misery I don't think there's any in between but I want to you know I want to uh, uh, be able to do this and do it at a high level and uh, you know the wins will take care of themselves if we got the players and we get the right culture and uh, put everything into uh, uh, the process of what we want to do I think the winning will take care of itself. And I hopefully that there'll be some wins that can stack up because of it. 
Well, Coach, I grew up in Greenbrier, and so I've, I've known about Conway football basically my whole life. And, you know, many years ago, Gus Malzahn said that he thought Conway was the best high school job in the state just because of the mix of talent and, and the community to support it. And so I just want to kind of get your feeling on, on how you feel about the Conway job and if that played any role into you to making that jump from Bryant. Well, I agree everything that Gus said on me. You know, there's a reason that I left a place where you won 53 or 54 games in a row and won five state championships. I think the possibilities are, are huge here. I think uh, that this could be a, a great job. And they've already had good football. You know, I sure. just want to be able to take them to the next step. But uh, I think this is uh, one of the best jobs in the state of Arkansas. And, you know, really, I mean, I'm trying to get this program where, you know, the program I just left. I, you know, a lot of people call that insanity. But <laughs> I, I think that it's, uh, you know, an opportunity to – to uh, to try to do it again and 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 uh, do it in a place that's uh, uh, never done it before and, and and you know give them an opportunity to uh, see what can happen and you know uh, at the end of the day I can look really dumb or I can look like that was the smartest move ever and, <laughs> right you know you don't take you don't get nowhere by not taking risks you don't go anywhere in life with a uh, laying up and you know this is an opportunity I felt like it was that I couldn't pass up and. I'm excited about the, about the, the, the opportunity to coach these kids and, and work with this community and try to make it the best football program we could possibly make. Sure. The coach, the, you know, the 212, the, 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 the mentality there, it's everybody that, that reads it, listens, hears about it, loves that. And is that something that you've carried with you there to, to Conway? Or is that, was that a Bryant thing that you left there? Or, is, or are you 212 there in Conway too? Well, I had respect for those kids that are there. You know, I hadn't made a big deal out of it. You know, I mean, I've been 212 everywhere I've been. I've been 212 on my Twitter. I've been 212 on uh, every, you know, school that I've been a head coach at. And, you know, I have a lot of respect for those kids. And, uh, you know, that's sort of their mantra right now. And, you know, I don't think it's fair to them for me to come over here and be Mr. 212 and, you know, boast about it and all that. And, you know, we'll, 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 we will, uh, be 212. We might not say it as much and do all that stuff, but because I have tremendous respect for those kids and that community. And I think, uh, you know, we gotta, we gotta put our name on something, but great effort. You know, everything 212 stands for is what we're going to do. It's how we're going to do it. It's going to be the way we work at it, the way our lifestyle. And, uh, you know, I don't have to go, I didn't really say it a whole lot when I was at Ken, uh, uh, Brian anyway and uh, uh, but our kids did and I think that's uh, you know I, I think you got to have respect for where you've been and I think you got to have respect for where you're going sure well coach you've uh, Conway's been on the verge the last couple of seasons of, of making that step uh, to get to the state finals and winning a state championship they've almost knocked Brian off a couple of different times played some really good games against Bryant what's it going to take this year what's going to be the key to to getting them over the hump and taking that next step I think it's physical development, mental development. I think we've got to be something that we hadn't been. And, you know, I think to do that, you've got to practice at a level that you've never really practiced at. You've got to prepare at a level that you've never prepared at. And then you've got to go out there and play at a level that you've never played at or, or at, a, at a consistent level. And, uh, you know, players make plays. And I think, you know, you've got to have guys that prepare themselves and practice every day to give themselves an opportunity to be successful on Friday night. And I think uh, – our kids have got to understand that, uh, you know, you can't take winning for granted. And uh, just being good is a lot of difference from being a champion. That's and right. 
I think you can be a good football team and never win a championship. But I think to win a championship, you've got to be a cut above uh, what everybody else is being able to do. And a lot of that's having good football players. A lot of that's having great parents allow you to coach their kids and administration to give you an opportunity uh, to be successful. And, you know, all those things got to come into play. It just because they change head coaches doesn't mean that that's going to be automatic. Right. It's got to be a lot of things that go into that to give us an opportunity to be successful. Sure. Well, Coach, how do you how do you teach that mentality with, the, with today's game? Everybody wants to. Do, it's all about me, and then it's hot. It, it's 150 degrees in the summer working out, and it's, there's a lot of things that are easier to do. How do you teach that mentality when you're not when you haven't won five state championships? Well, I think it's uh, it's very difficult. I mean, if it was a pill, I mean, everybody would buy it and take it. But <laughs> I, it's it's something that. Uh, uh, you know, it's a process, and I think you've got to give kids uh, opportunities to be successful, and whether it's in the in the weight room, whether it's on the field, whether it's throwing the football, whether it's tackling the football, whatever. I mean, you look what, you know, they were able to do at Pulaski Academy. You look what they've been able to do at, uh, you know, Springdale back in the day or wh- wherever the place may be. Everybody had a culture that bred success, and it gives you an opportunity to have that uh, happen, and I think uh, kids want to be good at it, and they want to be good. They want to have good teams. And a lot of times guys give up because they you look for an easier route out. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes you got to find some guys that are willing to uh, pay the price, uh, do the job that takes it, and then it, just, it sort of rolls. It's like a stone rolling down the hill. It gains momentum, and kids, uh, you know, buy into it. And next thing you know, you got a good program. It's, it's a step-by-step process. Well, you've got an excellent leader coming back this year in your quarterback, and Donovan Amalo. We've got to watch him uh, since he was a sophomore grow up. and uh, Heck of a quarterback, uh, heck of a young man. So just talk a little bit about him and what he's going to mean to this team. Well, you said it all. He is. He's a very he's a very fine young man, uh, uh, and he's a good leader. He's a guy that's been coming in the weight room with the linemen uh, on, the, on their day off, and he's, uh, he's, a, he's a general. He's uh, turned into a leader. Uh, he can throw it uh, as well or as accurate as anybody I've ever been around. He has great imagination. He has uh, uh, he has a lot of anticipation that he can do some things that uh, that you don't see until the the ball's completed. And I I really like the kid. And I, you know what I want him to do is be able to win the big game and right. and, and and go the next level with it. And he's putting in the work to do that. He had a great summer. Uh, I think his players play the players play hard for him, and uh, he's turning out to be a really fine leader. And you know, I hope that he can have all the success in the world because he's a guy that deserves it. Absolutely, that's awesome, Coach. Well, we sure appreciate your time, and and we wish you nothing but the best of luck. And we'll be seeing you because, like I said, you're just 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 a few, maybe a quarter mile from us here. So we'll be seeing you soon. We wish you luck. Hey, man, I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you. Thank you. Oh man, that was awesome. So uh he was awesome when we interviewed him before. Yeah. yeah. And uh I think he was more like upbeat this time. Yeah, it's almost like he's got a a, a new challenge in front right. of him. Right. Maybe he's a little peppier. Sure. He is. Yeah. You know, I love the fact that he's talking about the way his answer for the two twelve is not about you know, the kids burned it over there, Brian sure. he didn't take away. I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome. And just the, the respect that he has for that school, that community, those kids, uh, I thought that was very classy for him to, 
to say that. Absolutely. So let's hear from uh, Everett and Associates, uh, Globe Life, Liberty National Division. And then when we get back, we're going to go to 6A. 6A. I love it. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett and Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett and Associates. They'll get you covered. We are back, and it is time to talk about 6A football here in Arkansas. Top 10. Maddie, why don't you hit us uh, with the top 10 here, the, uh, the between the mats top 10. Yeah, but only our top 10. Right, right, right. I will talk about 6A. Man, I'm excited about this classification this year, uh, not only because my Greenbrier Panthers are at 6A, but, man, this classification is going to be loaded this year. Oh, yeah. You know, even last year when, when Green, uh, Little Rock Christian and PA moved up, it just made the 6A that much more competitive and tough. And, uh, you know, you look at it top from 1 to 10 this year, it's going to be some interesting ball games. Oh, yeah, being from Greenbrier too – uh, you know, moving up last year when we just come off an awesome season, we were a little down. Well, you were, you find out how good those teams are. <laughs> My right. goodness, it was just one week after and every Friday night's just a knock in the head. Yeah, and this year it's gonna be this year it's gonna be a lot worse because I, I think they're, they're better. A lot better teams. They're better. Yeah. Yes, that's right. So starting at number one, and this might be a surprise to some of you, uh, we don't have Greenwood, we don't have PA, we've got. Little Rock Christian at number one starting the season. You got Walker White, uh, quarterback that's committed to Auburn. Uh, Anoke, the running back. They're just they're completely loaded. But can they get it done? Can they win the big one? So that's it. Yeah, and they have. They have once. Yep. Right. Go back to uh, Justice Hill. That's Justice Hill. That's right. But nobody uh, else has done it either, except for PA. I mean, the only team to be PA. I don't think championship was last seven or eight. Eight of nine. Eight of nine. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think they've beaten PA since that game, have they? Uh, no. I don't think, think so. so either. I don't but, think I mean, they nobody have. has, really, yeah. though. Right, I mean, So right. it's not really on them. Yeah. It's just been that they've been that good. But now Little Rock Christian is loaded. They I've seen Is that good? They are that good. Yeah. And, and Walker White is probably throwing the best I've ever seen him throw. And, and I've seen him in team camp, shootout south, seven on seven. And he is throwing – two or three times better than he did last year. Well, you know, we talked about that last year. The arm talent's there. Mm-hmm. It's just the consistency, the accuracy was not there. And a lot of there. that was receivers. You know, you can't put it on the quarterback. This year, his his receivers seem to know when to sit in the zone. They sure. they, they get open uh, better. They get off their defender, and he's got a good line. And along with that, their defense is one of the best in, in sure. the state in 6A. Uh, Preston so. Davis is an absolute stud at mm-hmm. linebacker. So – Go go ahead and, fit and keep going with it because I want to say something after you get to. All right, number two is the Greenwood Bulldogs. No, no uh, stranger to being a state champion themselves. Um, got real close last year in the state championship game against PA. They're bringing back a lot of talent. Also with a quarterback that's ranked 
number one in his classification in the country. As a sophomore. As a sophomore. Kane Archer. Yes, sir. Mm. So, pretty impressive there. Number three, Benton. Don't sleep on the Panthers at Benton. Mm. They are loaded this year. Got a good quarterback and, and Klein Hooten coming back. It's experienced, but they've also got a sophomore quarterback that's very talented that will push him. And then they've got the big hoss in the backfield, Braylon Russell. Number four, Pulaski Academy. Uh, that's a little bit of a slap in the face. It I think. is, it is. But you know, they lost their quarterback yeah. with a, to Tom, Tommy John surgery. Sure, they've got a new quarterback who's going to be really, really good. Yeah, but they've lost their line. But you know, we've always picked them. We hadn't picked Lucas to win it yet, and he's every year he's done it. He's done it. That's so right. you know, yeah, and it's the thing about it. It's PA. I mean, it, it, whether whether they have the talent or not, they always find a way to win. Yeah, they, they're very familiar with War Memorial Stadium in December. That's right. Number five, El Dorado with the new coach down there. Coach Hill kind of left uh, Sylvan Hills and took the El Dorado job. I, I expect him to get the Cats back to prominence. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do too. Uh, I, where I was going to say a while ago is, does it not feel like after four, there's a big gap? Um, I think – Yes, yes I think there is. Um, I do still think five through ten will be competitive. Oh, yeah. Not, Those well, so first my, four could win state. Yes. That's that, and, and, yeah. It's not because the other teams are not that good. Sure. It's just because we have four legit contenders. And, and my next question was going to be, can anybody in the East push Benton? Uh, El Dorado, I think, will be a lot better this year. Catholic. Uh, yeah, Catholic. They lost their quarterback, but they're going to be good. Mm-hmm. West uh, Memphis. West Memphis and Marion are both extremely talented. Extremely talented. Extremely talented. Yeah. So, so, sorry to interrupt you. No, it's all good. Yeah. Number six is Little Rock Catholic. Like you said, they lost their quarterback. From But from what I understand, the kid that's taking his place, the coach feels like he's got better quarterback skills than the kid that played last year, just not the experience. Yes. And so, uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see how he progresses through the season. Number seven, West Memphis, loaded with talent, loaded with speed, as they always are. Number eight, Marion, the rivalry, crosstown rivalry. That's always a good one between them and West Memphis. Lots of athletes. Yes. Number nine, Lake Hamilton, who has lost a lot, um, but uh, they always always tough. They always find a way to win. They play hard-nosed football, yeah. smash-mouth football, and uh, they do have a, their, their quarterback's very experienced. He started the last two seasons for them, so he's coming back. That always helps to have a senior quarterback that's got experience. And then number 10, our Greenbrier Panthers, boys. Don't count them out. They're going to be a lot better this year. Um, yeah, they should be. This senior class, uh, Junk's been a part of them uh, since they were in third grade. They've got a lot of really good football players. Quarterback. So they've had great coaching for years. For years. They, yeah. yeah. I mean, the first four years were, you know. Next level. Next level. <laughs> but, you know, they were down bad last year, but they also had some pretty bad injuries last year. Yeah, lots of injuries. Uh, one, I mean, they got a kid, you know, that's one of the best, probably going to be one of the best defensive players in the state. Yes. And uh, he'll be Eli. Lost him the first play of the scrimmage. Yeah, towards ACL last year. Fantastic running back. Yeah. Um, I got a little ninth grade running back that's moving up. That'll be a a really good back for him. And Enoch uh, Asan is his name. Yeah. Elijah Weaver. Eli Weaver's Mm -hmm. the the other one we – so, a lot lot of – Things are looking up for them. And I'll tell you. Now, they still have to go play these juggernauts every Friday night. But But next year they'll be moving down, correct? That is correct. So, we'll go from the the smallest 6A school to the biggest 5A school. Yeah. So, that always helps. 
And we'll be, I guess we'll be in there with Shiloh unless they had to move up to 6A. From what I understand, we're probably moving to the central instead of the west. Really? Mm-hmm. And that there's a lot of that makes sense about that. Yeah. But uh, Shiloh could be a 6A next year, too. I'll tell you. There's a, prob- there's a good probability. I, I got to look at the point system. We, we can explain that later. But it's mm-hmm. uh, PA will move up if they have a winning conference record. Which is happening. Which is, yeah, <laughs> yes. So then they move up. If Christian goes to the state championship, they move up. Wow. If Shiloh, or if, if, if Catholic goes to the state championship, they move up. Wow. So, so there's a good possibility that PA and one of those two will move up. Yeah. Most likely Little Rock Christian. Yeah. And then they could push Conway to the west of 7-8. Is that right? Uh-huh. Which would, uh, that would be tough. That would be tough. I mean, because I like them in the central. Yeah. I, mean, I think they're the Bryant-Conway matchup. Mm-hmm. I'd hate to see it taken away. Sure. I'll tell you another team to watch out for, and I almost put them in my top ten, is the Russell Cyclones. Yes. They 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 were way better last year than they were supposed to be. That's right. And that little running back, is it Trace, Trace Daniels, Tracy Daniels? What's his name, the little running back at Russellville? He's a he's a tough-nosed back. He yeah, impressed he me last year. He is. So, Benton could be a legit contender. Yes. I mean, we're going to hear from Coach Brad Harris, yeah. and, and I, you know – I'm really excited to hear his take on this team because I've got high expectations for. And ben. they're opening up the softball. This is a uh, they could get one with with Bryant. I mean, you got a new coach with Quad Sanders mm-hmm. first game. You got a really talented Benton team that's you know that coach has been there and softball done it. Yeah. I mean, if this is the year, it, uh, we'll it could happen. That's right. So we're gonna take a quick break here and hear from our sponsor of this next interview with Coach Brad Harris. It is Call Your Roofing. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We are a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Call Your Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Call Your Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Call Your Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. Coach Brad Harris down in Benton. Hey, Coach, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats. We appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Uh, how's it going down there? Man, it's good. We had a great first day. Uh, got a little warm toward the end of the practice, but it was, it was pretty blessed with uh, the first probably hour and a half for practice, man, with good overcast weather and everything. But we're excited about the season and glad it's football time, man. Well, Coach, talk to us a little bit about uh, the salt bowl. Of course, that's what you kick off with. Everybody in Saline County and around the state looks forward to that, kicking off the Arkansas high school season. Talk to us a little bit about your team and, and what we can expect uh, to see in that salt bowl this year. 
Well, Saltbow, man, we, we open up with the, with the best team in the state the last, you know, five years. And <laughs> right. We expect the same thing again. I mean, they're so like Bryant University over there. You know, they're, they're a heck of a football team. They just reload every year. There's no such thing as rebuilding. Right. You know, they let us know where we're at every year. And, uh, you know, we love playing. It's a huge rivalry. We got to make it more competitive. You know, the last couple of years they've gotten away from us. Uh, but they've gotten away from a lot of teams, sure. you know. So, uh, you know, last year we felt like we had a had some had some opportunities we didn't cash in on that could have made it a lot closer game. You know, not saying we would have won, just saying it would have been a, a tighter game with the score and maybe put a little pressure on them in situations and stuff. But uh, you know, we uh, we really like our our team coming this year. Uh, we've got we've got eight defensive starters back from that team that went to the semifinals, and we got six offensive starters back. So. So we're pretty pumped about that, uh, you know, and, and we know Brian is going to be loaded. I think they've got like eight starters back on offense or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think they're going to be, you know, kind of reloading on defense. But like I said, they're just going to put a lot of really good defensive linemen out there and really good DBs and and uh, pressure you up front and, uh, and and lock you down on the back end. That's where they're so good, you know, those, those two positions. Not that their linebackers are bad. Right. They're just so deep and loaded at those two positions every year, it just seems like. But, uh, you know, it'll be tough. Uh, but, but our kids really, really enjoy playing in that ball game. I mean, it's a, it's a huge experience for them uh, through the week. We have pep rallies. We have press conferences. And they get to play in front of, you know, 20, 25, 30,000 people, depending yeah. on the year. You yeah. know? They, they'll and remember that the rest of their lives. Yeah. Exactly. There's not very many people that, that play high school football that can say they played in front of 25 or 35. Like 2018, I think we had 38,000 there. Wow. Phenomenal. You know, both of us were preseason uh, number one, number two, something like that, and 6A, 7A, you know, two really good teams. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, we had a huge crowd. And, you know, I don't know what it will get to this year, but, you know, we're we're kind of picked to, to be pretty good. Uh, we got some good players coming back, and they've got some really talented players. So, should be a great atmosphere, and we're pumped to be in it, man. Well, Coach, Coach, last year y'all really started to play well at the end of the season. Probably your best ball. You yeah. got better every week. How do you continue that this season? Well, you know, we, we had a wake-up call, and I guess it was week three of the season against a little like Catholic. And, uh, you know, Coach Fogelman and them do a tremendous job at Catholic every year, and uh, they had a phenomenal season last year. But, uh we went into that game. I'm not saying it was overconfident. Our guys thought we'd win, but we had beat them pretty handily the year before and did not play well. And uh, it got our kids' attention. And then we got our kids' attention over the next week in practice. And let me tell you, our guys locked in from that point on. Even even the loss in the semifinals at Greenwood, that was a heck of a football game. Yeah, huge game. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it was just phenomenal. We, we had a chance. Turn the football over on the one-yard line. Then right before half, missed opportunity, you know, to score. And we get those two. Too, you know, we probably win and playing for a state championship, but we didn't. We didn't cash in. Uh, but our guys last year, from week four through week thirteen or, or week twelve, there thirteen, whatever it was, through the semis, man, just continuously got better every week. And you know, they did things that we asked them to do, game plan wise, offensively, defensively, special teams. And you know, we got a lot of those kids back that are pumped about that. You know. And, uh, not many people gave us an opportunity against Lake Hamilton because everybody was picking Lake Hamilton, right. you know, and they were really good over there. And our guys, you know, we ended up beating them 31 to nothing. 
I mean, I think we sent yeah. a pretty good statement that night. Absolutely. And then, then we went on the road and, and had Greenwood on the ropes, you know, get, had, a, had a chance to beat them at Greenwood. That don't happen very often. You right. Know? Not in the last 50-something games. Yeah. <laughs> well, Coach, so, uh, there's a lot of – I think most people agree quarterback's one of the most uh, important positions on the field. You've got an experienced right. quarterback coming back this year in Klein Hooten, but you've also got a very talented sophomore that's probably pushed him a little bit in the fall. Talk to us about your quarterback room. Well, we like you said, we've got a guy that, that ended up starting for us in week five. Uh, Klein was in a battle for the quarterback position, and, uh, you know, we went a different direction early on in the year. And the guy never hung his head. He never did anything. He just kept working. And, you know, he, he uh, played a little bit for us through week five. But then in week five, our, uh, Jack Wilbur, our senior quarterback, went down, and Klein stepped in. and It was his, his show the rest of the year, you know. Right. And he got better every week, and that's what I can say about him is he – he took coaching. He got better. He got more comfortable, and everything, uh, you know. And 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 that's what it's about, you know. And he he did some really good stuff for us. But like you hit on, uh, you know, we got a sophomore quarterback that's going to be really good here. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's going to be a talented kid, Drew Davis. Um, and you know, competition's always good. It brings the best Absolutely. out of it, you know. And and Klein knows that that he's got a young guy behind him that can play, you know. And but Klein's not. He's not making it easy for him, you know, and Drew's not making it easy for him. It's, sure. a, it's a good competition. And uh, the way we look at it is we got a senior that's going to be our starter in Klein Hoot, but we also got a sophomore that if something were to happen or if we feel like, you know, we need a change of pace of some kind, we've got a guy that can come in and throw the football around and run the offense, you know. Uh, so we feel really comfortable with either one of those guys, you know, right now. But, uh, you know, they're competing for that spot. And, Right now, you know, Klein is our guy. He's sure. going to start for us uh, because he's he's earned that chance. He deserves that chance, you know. But we also know that we got a young cat that can play fo- play football too. Hey, coach, you got anybody in the backfield that they can hand <laughs> off to? Maybe man, you know, we're we're actually a little thin there. Uh, <laughs> he's actually he's he's actually he's, he's pretty big boy. He so, is. Uh, you know, everybody knows about Braylon. Uh, you know, he's a phenomenal kid. Great running back. We're glad he made the decision to stay at Arkansas. Yes, and sir. Uh, he oh. talked about the decision. Uh, and he, he's done nothing but since he announced, but we're trying to recruit every kid he can to, <laughs> uh, you know, to, to the University of Arkansas that, that's on that bubble right now. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what a healthy Braylon Russell will do. A lot of people yes. didn't realize last year that he was a little banged up all year. And, you know, he was a warrior. Uh, he had 1,680 yards last year with a bummed up foot. You know, this year he's healthy, ready to go. And, uh, stronger probably faster than he's ever been you know so so we're excited to see what the big guy can do well your offensive line looked pretty good those team camps talk about that i mean that's it, it seems like you got a lot of guys yeah. coming back out of there we did you know we we really really liked our offensive line coming into the year and everything but we took a little hit over the summer we had two guys that moved on us mm. uh to northwest arkansas and uh families relocated with jobs and you know, when you lose a six three two eighty and a six one three hundred, it's hard to replace big guys like that. But you know, that that's probably where we had the, some of the most depth we had. We probably had about eight eight guys that we felt really good at playing. Now we're down to probably six. You know, seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have to use, lean on a couple of young guys that maybe were not going to be starters but role players. Uh, but we've got uh, two guys that started all last year for us: Tanner Holt, a senior. Uh, he's six one two seventy five. Uh, 36, 35 on his ACT, man. He can play any position. Uh, he's going to play guard for us most likely, uh, but he can play any of the five positions. Then we got a junior, Parker Glaze, who's 6'4, 290. 
Uh, he'll be the next Division One offensive lineman out of Benton. He's got a chance to be really, really special. Uh, then we've got a senior that probably would have played for us last year, most likely going to start at center for us, Caleb Purdy, six foot, 285, uh, towards ACL last spring, and he was pushing for center guard spot last year. So, uh, you know, we got three guys that we really like. Uh, we've got a junior, Isaiah Gibson, uh, six one, probably six one, six two, two fifty five, uh, best motor on the O line. Hmm. You know, he's nasty, man. He'll put you on your back in a hurry. You know, uh, but we really like him at a tackle. And then uh, we still got that one spot up that's kind of up in the air right now since we have the two guys move out. Uh, we actually moved the defensive lineman over, uh, Daniel Jordan, who's six foot. Uh, one probably 300 pounds. We'll try him as a uh, as a guard tackle. And then we've got a couple young guys. Uh, Jackson Kendricks is a kid that's six one, uh, two fifty, and then uh, Jeter Stringer, who's a six one, two fifty kid. So, you know, we got some guys that we like in that position. Uh, and you know, it don't take much of a crease for a good running back like like Braylon. You know, and uh, we feel like we're going to be able to give him some running lanes. Well, Coach, last question. Uh, you know, as you get ready for the Salt Bowl, you've got a scrimmage, which I know, you know, doesn't really count, but it's also against right. Little Rock Christian, who's a right. team you're going to probably see in the playoffs. You know, how do you right. do – what do you do with that? Well, you know, everybody – you know, everybody makes big deals out of scrimmage and stuff, and this is the way I view a scrimmage. Uh, you know, some people game plan it. Some people really get after it in a scrimmage. What we try to do is see what we got, and we work on things. We just use it as an extended practice. Uh, we're not going to spend a ton of hours and everything game plan a Little Rock Christian. Uh, we're going to game plan the Benton Panthers, and we're going to try to get better with some certain things, you know, base offense. You know, what do we need to work on coming out of that? You know, when you scrimmage Little Rock Christian, I mean, heck, they're preseason number one in 6A right now, mm-hmm. one of the top top teams in it, you know. So uh, it's going to be a heck of a ball game. I know our kids are getting juiced up for it and everything, but, uh, you know, we try to take out of it, uh, you know, what do we need to get better at? You know, so, we so work, we, do we is- want to win? Yeah, what you're saying is you'd rather win the second one. <laughs> What's that now? You'd rather, you'd rather win the second game against Christian. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> we, we want we want to win that scrimmage game. You know, don't get me wrong, okay? I, I'm not saying we're, we're playing to lose ever, you know, but we want to win it. But we also want to uh, we want to utilize it as a time. When, uh, we want to try to find some things we haven't done well in practice against ourselves, you know, and see how it works against us or against another team and then – you know, things that we've done really well, see how it works against them. And I know we're going to – we play. We played them, I guess, about five or six years now. And, you know, Coach Coe always does a tremendous job with his team. And, and it's always been a really good scrimmage for us. So, uh, you know, we're excited about that opportunity. they got some really good players too. All right, Coach. Well, we sure appreciate the, taking the time to visit with us. And we wish you guys nothing but the best down there in Benton. All right, man. We appreciate you having us on, okay? Right, thanks Take a lot. care. Oh, what a great, great interview there with Coach Brad Harris of Benton. Man, you can tell in his voice his excitement and that no doubt. he knows he's got a special group. And uh man, they could legit be state champions. Man, he's done a he's done a fantastic job at Benton. He really has. They've had a lot of success there. Um it's just been a little while since they've they've taken it to the state champion level. But I think he feels like this year could be the year. I mean, he knows he knows six A's loaded, and he knows that they've got to overcome the Greenwoods and the Christians and the PAs. But I th- I think he feels like he's got the team. They to do were it. right there at Greenwood. They in were the semis at Greenwood. That's right. That's I exactly. Got to right. stay healthy. Yep. That's you know, of course, that's the name of the game for every school. But when Especially you got one guy, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I was going to go is that when you when you've got such explosive players like a Braylon, mm-hmm. you know, just gotta hope hope they don't get. Well, and I, it was news to me that he wasn't healthy last year. Right. I mean, what did he run for like sixteen hundred yards? Yeah, a bunch. <laughs> and he wasn't healthy. Like a I'm bunch. excited to see the kid at full speed. I am too. We've got another interview coming up that we that we're saving for the end because uh, it's because we're excited about it. Yeah. It's going to be super special. I think. Want to mention about Collier Roofing? You know, one of our new sponsors. You know, before I was an insurance guy. I got a bad deal on the roof claim, and uh, I called Freeman Collier, and Freeman just really walked me through. You know, he took care of it. He said, hey, no, you need to call him, and you need to talk to him, and they need to take care of this and that. And, you know, they're, they're, relation, they're a relationship-type company. They are, 100%. And so, and, and you could say the same with, with Everett and, and ASI. You know, I, I work for ASI. Uh you know, it's all about relationships with us. You know, mm-hmm. we, we care about our, our customers, you know, whether it's home and auto, whether it's commercial, life, whatever. You know, it's all about the relationship. But, you know, and that's why we, we got people like the Colliers, Collier Roofing and, and, and Everett, you know, and, and we've had ASI for years. Anyway, not to beat a dead rabbit, but just really excited to have them this year. And uh, those are the kind of people that we've got. And that's all I'm going to say. Matty. Yes, sir. Tell us about our Pick'em Challenge. Yeah, since I am the defending champ of the Pick'em Contest uh, from last year, I think, didn't I? I mean, that's two years that I beat you and you beat me one. Is that right? Not two years in a row. No, I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like last year I was way more prepared than you were and you still beat me. All right, so we're going to do something a little fun this year with our listeners. Uh, we're going to give you a chance to get in on the action, uh, the pick'em action. So we're going to do a, a listener pick'em contest, and so you will email your picks each week to btmsports at yahoo.com. That's btmsports at yahoo.com. You need to have your picks sent in no later than noon on Friday of game week. Where do they get the picks? Do we have a sheet? We will. We'll have a sheet, and we'll actually talk about them on our podcast that Thursday. Uh, but we'll have a sheet, and we'll put it out uh, on our social media pages. Is that a real email address? It is. I made it this week. <laughs> <laughs> and all, so, what do they win? So, it, the winner each week will win a Yeti, or I guess it's Ooh, not a Yeti. It's, no, no, no. It's a varsity cooler. It's a varsity cooler tumbler. That's right. What what ounce is it? Thirty two. Is it thirty two ounces? Thirty twenty twenty is thirty two. Let's give them the good one. I well, I, I personally like the twenties better because they fit in that's cup the, holders. That's the one I got. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. I, so I'd go with the twenties. Okay. Twenty ounce tumble. I mean, if you if you want the thirty, we'll get you a thirty. But I would go with a twenty. <laughs> so a twenty or thirty ounce tumbler from uh, Varsity Coolers. Yeah. And then also Hooten's Pick'em Champion Hat. Oh yeah. Flex fit. All to the nines. You can, you can proudly it. tell your friends <laughs> from all over. Thomas is 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 providing the the hats. That's why we're pumping them up. Yeah, yeah, we're going we're going all out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like our t shirts that say third string film crew. That that's right. Like that's that. right. So in the event of a tie, we will have a tiebreaker, and the winner will be Chola. Me. The winner will be decided by the point spread of that game. So. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, we're running out of time. Sure. We've got to get this in. So, let's call 
our spe- well, our last guest, the man, the man, the myth, the myth, Walker White. Yes, the quarterback right. for the Little Rock Christian Warriors. Well, this one is sponsored by all three of our sponsors. Love it. We're going to hear from them, and then we will be right back. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans, this is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered. When it comes to your roof, the cost of repair or replacement can be overwhelming. You need a reliable roofing team to address problems with your roof to prevent potential or additional damage to your property. If you have concerns about your roof, you can count on the Call Your Roofing team to take care of your roofing needs and develop a solution that's best for you. At Call Your Roofing, we have over 50 years of combined experience. We are a local, family-owned and operated business that strives to do our very best every day. We provide professional service and hire trustworthy employees. Call Your Roofing is master certified, licensed, and bonded. When you reach out to Call Your Roofing, we will send a member of our team to perform an inspection of your entire roof. Since 2013, Call Your Roofing has worked to be the roofing company that Arkansas can count on. We work hard to ensure a quality job from using durable roofing materials to hiring trustworthy, qualified employees. We offer a variety of high quality roofing services to give you a durable and beautiful roof for your home or business. Whether residential or commercial, replacement or repairs, even seamless gutters, give us a call at 501-733-5163 or visit our website at callyourroofingllc.com. We're here we're live with Walker White from Little Rock Christian. Walker, how you doing? Man, I'm doing very good. Good. Very good. good. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats. I'm here with Matt Wilcox and, of course, you know Thomas Thrash with Hootens. Before we get to Walker, because this is what this interview is about, tell us – go ahead and ask him what you were talking about about the golf. Okay, so tell us about your dad's golfing career because – he beat Tiger Woods in the 1997 U.S. Open. Yeah. So he was telling me that he beat him the first day. And then I think he told me it was only the first day. And 
then like I guess the other days I don't really know exactly what happened but he my dad said he beat him in the first the first day of the U.S. Open but my dad also beat him in the U.S. Amateur my dad beat Tiger Woods I don't know if that was clear that, that's I impressive uh, yeah I mean there's not many people yeah, that, yeah can do that I, I don't care if you beat him yeah, in putt putt yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was in, in what 97 or before yes yeah, it was when, in 97. That's when he went on the run. Yeah. I mean, that's when he started his run. Yeah. He, uh, he got upset, yeah. and then he lost your dad, and then that, <laughs> it changed the golfing world. <laughs> well, Walker, congratulations, man, on your commitment to Auburn. Um, talk to us a little bit about the recruiting process and what made you decide to, to be an Eagle. Yeah, so it was, it was a long process, starting with UCA being my first offer and um, – Tulsa being my second offer and the reason I mentioned Tulsa is because coach coach Montgomery was the head coach of Tulsa right. and now he was the one that offered me at Auburn okay uh, so that was very that was very interesting and cool it came back full circle um, but it was a it was a long process and at the very beginning it was more of me just trying to figure out the details and the um, the kind of like the just the ins and outs of, okay, what does each school have for me? Like, what does the roster look like? What is What would it look like if I went in there and uh, joined their team? But near the end of the recruiting process is when I really started praying about it and right. praying, okay, God, like, where do you want me to go? Where, like, where is the best place for me? And um, in December, I woke up one morning and, you know, they – Coach Montgomery offered me, and so – I took my – and I knew nothing about Auburn, but I took my that one visit to Auburn, mm. and by the end of that, I just completely fell in love with it. And I just felt a huge pull from the Lord. And um, it was it was at the end of the Clemson visit when I knew that I wanted to go to Auburn. And it wasn't anything that Clemson did, but because Clemson was the best visit probably I've ever had. It was just so – it was perfect. You know, the, the staff did a great job. But it was that night at the at the hotel where um, my dad asked me. He said, "What what are you thinking, Walker?" And I told him I because we had talked about it before. I said, "If Clemson visit doesn't go well, and I don't absolutely fall in love with it, then I'm probably going to commit to Auburn." Yeah. Well, he asked me after the visit. And he said, "What are you thinking?" I said, "My heart's just still saying Auburn. I want to go to Auburn." And um, my parents were kind of surprised because they were like, what? Like, we thought you were going to commit to Clemson, like, on the spot. Like, we thought you loved it. And I was like, I loved it. I did. But at the end of the day, uh, I still felt that pull towards Auburn. Um, and actually, after my parents gave me that reaction, I kind of got a little mad. And so I went <laughs> I went down to the lobby of the hotel, and I started riding. But that's when my brother Zach called me at 1.30 a.m. And he told me he, – he, he didn't really tell me anything, but he kind of helped me sort through my mind and sort through all my thoughts. And there was, he asked me one question. He said, where do you want to go walk? And I was like, I want to go to Auburn. And he said, all right, well then screw it. Screw everybody else thinks the Lord's calling you to Auburn. And so that's where, that's where you need to go. And so by the end of that call, I was like, all right, for sure. That's where I'm going. That's where uh, I feel most confident about. So that was the end of my, do what? Now your grandfather and uncle didn't have, didn't try to push you towards Arkansas, both playing (laughs) there. That that had to be a tough uh, telling them that. Um, I actually, you know what? I cannot remember if I, okay, no, I didn't tell my grandfather only, <laughs> only my, only my, do we need to call him? Listen. Does he know? Yeah, listen, <laughs> he's going to be hurt. It's going to be tough on him. 
No, 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 no. He knows now. <laughs> but he's, he's a big. Fan it was of the actually show. it was actually just my only only my infant family that knew. Yeah. And nobody else knew. None of my teammates, none of my coaches, all my best friends were saying, "All right, Walker, we know you're going to Clemson." I'm like, "All right, whatever." <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was only my family that knew. So everyone else, it was a surprise to, including the um, Auburn staff. They didn't know. So it was a it was a very cool ordeal. I want to know what does Walker White like to do? Do you like to fish? Do you like to golf? What do you like to do? I'm getting a little bit more into golf. I've always, my dad has told me I've always had a natural golf swing, um, but I've never pursued it. But personally, what I love to do is I love, I just love people. So I love being around my friends. Uh, nice. We play a ton. We play a ton of cards. We play so much, so much cards. <laughs> well, um, well, if you can beat your dad included. in golf, then you can say, I'd be the guy who beat Tiger Woods. <laughs> in spades. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Well, that is awesome. Well, have you had a chance to meet Coach Freeze yet, or are you just strictly have a, a relationship with Coach Montgomery? Oh, yeah. No, I, I've had I've had plenty of meetings and visits with Coach Freeze. He keeps me in the loop with recruiting, obviously, because I um, and, and I try to very – I try to strongly recruit other guys publicly on Twitter and Instagram. And um, so he, he does a great job of keeping me in the loop and where we're at, what we're thinking. He's, so he does a great job about that. He's asking Walker who he needs to hire. I mean, listen, this is well, it's, it's not a regular recruit. Listen, he's, he's, these are university changes that they go through Walker. I mean, has he met him, please? So are you, you, you ready for the 2023 season? I'm so ready. I'm ready. I'm confident about this year's team. Very confident about the new stuff we're doing with our offense and my senior class. We're hungry, man, and we're, you know, we're all so confident that it's more it's more of a mindset at this point of that we are winning the state championship. It's not like oh, well, like if we get to state, like we know we're going to get there. It's just about you know executing and winning it all. So um, I also know that if we even not not if we win it, but if we even get there, our next. Um, the team, the the year after that, will be moved up to seven A. So that'll be interesting to see about our team. But uh, that's when you can uh, say, you know, "Good we're, luck we're to you." <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Well, I've seen you. You know, I've seen you for a long time and, and known you. And, and uh, this year, the shootout of the South is probably the best I've ever seen you throw. And and I wasn't the only one. Everyone was thinking that. And then I saw you at the team camp make a back shoulder throw. You know, with guys in your face, and then, and I thought this. He's he's playing unbelievable, and you know you've you've always had that talent, but this year it seems like the receivers are in the everything's clicking. Your receivers are getting open in in the zone; they know when to stop. And, and mm-hmm. your cousin Jake Field is now one of your receivers too, standing out. What's it like having a receiver? It's your cousin, your wide receiver coach, your brother, and new offense. What's what's going on with that? Yeah, it's really, really good. And like you were saying, our receivers, um, we've just done so many reps. And that's been the biggest thing for us. We've, we've had just so much, so many reps. And we've just done so much learning about different things that the receivers are uh, have the freedom to do in certain coverages. So we've, um, that's, just, that's just been such a big emphasis. And yeah, Jake, Jake is, uh, he's fast, man. And I love having guys that I can just throw the ball like far and he can just run under it you know <laughs> jake is that guy that you know he, he'll catch up to any ball but 
you know, he's he's just very athletic. He's defense first, but we'll be rotating him him in to play some receiver. And he's you know he's just very athletic and very good. And having John David as one of our receivers coaches is very special because he's he's you know he's he's one of those guys that has been there, done that. He's played at he's played at the SEC level, so and he's been taught all the things that those receivers know and learn. And so having just his his mind and uh, his expertise on how to run routes and how to set people up has been very helpful for some of the receivers. Um, and I think it's improved them even with his time being here. So uh, I've loved having him uh, be with me at, at practice every day. It's been very special. Well, Walker, I, my son Cooper, uh, he's at UCA now and he's a quarterback and he started some as a sophomore like yourself. And just talk to us about, give us your perspective on how the game slows down. I know from his junior year to his senior year, just the way he was able to recognize defenses, recognize coverages, and the game just slowed down. So talk to us a little bit about that and how that, that progressed through your career. Yeah, um, for me, it's it's all about reps. And the more the more reps you get, the more live action – you you see the more the game slows down uh, for you and so for me by my senior season by this season I feel like the game has slowed down a lot for me and that just comes by knowing the responsibilities of your receivers and I've taken it upon myself to really understand the responsibility of the O line sure. this year and so once once I understand that I understand just you just have a more understanding of your offense and where the quick answers are to everything so nothing ever really speeds you up right. you get the tempo of the game and that's something I've had to learn is I I, I understand that um, I'm the guy that says huh, I'm the guy that um, can take as long as I want to snap the ball if I see something I'm the guy that can fake snap it whenever I want to see if the defense is going to react you know it's just learning the the smaller stuff of the game can just make it slow down that much for you because um, you know, once you learn how to manipulate the defense in ways in your own special way, is when you can start seeing things better. Um, but also, that all, the game slowing down for you also comes with knowing coverages and knowing sure. the defense more, knowing the responsibilities. Um, and something that has been huge for me is pocket movement and pocket presence. The mm-hmm. more that the more that develops, and uh, the better my feet become is when I can find the easiest and quickest answers for myself and finding the gaps of when to escape and run and take off and understanding that if every everyone's lifted, I can easily pick up 20 yards on my feet as well. So well, just I mean, understanding what you can do and your the the uh, extent of your game and then also the, the responsibilities of every person on the field is when it really starts to slow down. No doubt. Well, will you being 6'4", what, 230, 235, I'm going to say they would rather you throw it than take yeah. off running. Yeah, <laughs> that 5'10 defensive well, bag doesn't really want any. Right. Well, I, I'm I'm not quite 230 yet, more like 220. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I would like to be, I would like to sit 225, sure. going on to my further career. But uh, you'd be surprised. I can run. No, I've seen. No, it. we've seen it. <laughs> Well, Walker, we appreciate you taking the time with us, man. We wish you nothing but the best of luck, and we'll definitely be keeping our eye out, watching you just like everybody else across the state will. Yeah. Yes, sir. I, see y'all. Thank y'all right, for having you. me. Now, if that doesn't make your night here in the Walker White, what a kid. Man, what a great interview. It's hard to believe it, kids, 17, 18 polished. years old. Polished. He's yeah. polished. You. He's been doing this, I mean, with coaches. I mean, I'm telling you, imagine the recruiting uh, – 
calls he got before sure. he had to commit. I mean, I bet his phone's blowing up. Oh man, and I, I tell you, just from living it with a, a young kid, uh, having to go through, and he didn't have near the exposure Walker did. But it's such a strain and such a stress on those young people. Stressful to have to decide where they're going to spend the next four years. And you, you, know? you throw talking, you th- trying to talk them into yeah. this school, this school. And you throw in all the new stuff, the NIL, the, the the transfer portal. It's just a stressful environment. Yeah, it's it's encouraging to hear that that he turned to the one that that led his path. There, that's right. You know? That's right. He talked about you know when we were talking about talking to him before we started. He talked about you know. He had a church, a Bible study tonight, mm-hmm. and getting ready for yeah. church Wednesday. You just don't hear that a lot. No, you and, don't. And it's impressive, and, and I appreciate him, and I'm I'm pulling for him. Absolutely. Good kid. Yep. Well, that's all we got time for tonight, guys. That's it. Next week we'll be doing the 5A and 4A. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I can't wait. Appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate all of our sponsors. You guys, appreciate you all, and I look forward to next week. Yes, sir. Your insurance is only as good as your agent. At American Safeguard Insurance, we have excellent agents. I'm Tori Martin, Personal Lines Manager with ASI. Our team makes customer service a priority. American Safeguard Insurance does everything in-house, from personal to commercial, bonds to life and health. We will work fast and efficiently for you. Stop by and meet the ASI family in our new location at 1165 Bob Courtway Drive or visit americansafeguardins.com for a free quote. Experience more coverage, more savings, and more service with American Safeguard Insurance. Hey, high school sports fans. This is Matt McJunkins with Between the Mats, better known as Junk. For several years now, I have felt protected personally having coverage with Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett Associates for cancer, accidental death, and more. I feel even better now that I found out that with their Accident Protector Max policy, my boys are covered on and off the field. It provides accidental death and dismemberment for the entire family with coverage for emergency treatment, hospital stays, and more. The best part, in the unfortunate event that we have an accident, the benefits are paid directly to me. For just a few bucks a day, I can't afford not to have it. As a dad of athletes, it's important to know that my kids are protected. It's important for your kids to be protected too. Give them a call today at 501-225-5556. Globe Life, Liberty National Division, Everett & Associates. They'll get you covered.